You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, have you ever wondered how I generate thousands of inbound leads per year using LinkedIn? Well, this episode is sponsored by my guide, The Ultimate Guide to Generating Inbound Leads with LinkedIn. This is the definitive guide on how to consistently generate inbound leads using LinkedIn and social selling. So if you want a copy of that guide, just send a text to 44222 with the word L-I guide, all one word, L-I guide to 44222, or you can go to my website at askdennisbrown.com forward slash guide. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Jesse Krieger. He's the publisher for The Passionate and the founder of Lifestyle Entrepreneur Press. He believes it's possible to change the world with your words. He's also the author of a best-selling book called Lifestyle Entrepreneur. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Thanks so much. I'm really glad to be here. Thanks yeah, for Yeah, thank me you. Out. It's really interesting because we were talking before we hit record here and there's a lot going on in the publishing space. There's been a lot of changes in this last decade, you know, with the differences between self-publishing and hybrid publishing and traditional publishing. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But the main topic that we're going to talk about today, just to tease everybody and get them to hang tight here while we unpack this, is how you can add $100,000 plus to your bottom line by launching a book. All right. So that's what your superpower is, right? Creating books that are successful for their authors and helping them generate more business. But before we dive into that, why don't you give us a little bit of a backstory? Take a couple minutes, kind of tell us how you stumbled into this whole lifestyle entrepreneur press thing, and uh, we'll go from there. I love it. Thanks so much, Dennis. And, you know, my story is kind of unique in the sense that I've kind of always been an entrepreneur. I've never actually had a normal job. And that went from being in a rock band to learning about renewable energy and having a business around energy credits to finance and putting banking deals together and just a hodgepodge of things where the common thread was following what I felt most interested in and passionate about at the time and trying to find a business model to allow me to have cool adventures and a fun life in the process. And as I was getting close to turning 30, a number of people were asking like, what is your approach? Or like, how do you like do what you're doing? And that was sort of the catalyst for deciding to try and write a book and put that down on paper. And that process started, it read much more like a textbook. It was like how to launch an online business that leverages dropshipping and something else. It was like, whew, over most people's heads. But when I, I got in touch with the, the publisher who initially published my book in Southeast Asia, they were like, why don't you weave some stories from your life in there? And why don't you share some experiences and case studies? And as I started to take that advice, it became the book it is now, which is Lifestyle Entrepreneur. Live your dreams, ignite your passions, and run your business from anywhere in the world. And that came out in 2012. I started writing it in 2010. So here we are 10 years later and we're all working online, right? But I kind of have thought about business in that way for much of my adult life. And in that process of publishing and going through the process of launching a book as an author, a number of people were sort of asking, like, how do you do it? Like, and so that turned into supporting other authors, informally advising them. And the one thing that they all said, Dennis, is, can you just do it for me? And I said, yes. 
And six years later, our sole offer is done for you publishing. And that's just how we work soup to nuts with authors for rough manuscript or even a well-formed idea through to a published book that's distributed, available everywhere books are sold and positions their business in an excellent way. Right. So let me ask you a clarifying question on that. So if an author isn't really a good writer or doesn't enjoy writing, but they've got the great concept for it, are you able to actually help them write it with writers or do they still need to, do they still need to write it themselves with your support? Can you clarify that for me a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, I'll have conversations. Sometimes I'll or, an author and I will orbit around each other for a year or two even. We're like, we may have a conversation. I advise them. Maybe they work on it on their own or they shelve it for a while. But however you look at it, we don't write the book for people. I do advise and support authors through like how to write a great book and how to write the book, not like some throwaway glorified marketing brochure, but something real and substantial. But some of our best partners are people that actually coach and work with authors through the writing process. I view everything we do as publishing is like the other side of that equation, the writing and then everything else, right? Got it. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you for clarifying that. All right. So listen, I'm going to dive in with a question here and then we're going to unpack this whole concept and this framework behind you know, growing your bottom line with a book. So the question is this, what would be one business superpower, something you wish you had, something that, you know, you maybe admired from afar, someone that you've seen that does something really well and you wish you had that business superpower, what would it be? Well, one that I I used to wish for all the time was just the ability to speak eloquently and on topic without notes and just kind of off the cuff, right? To sort of like know my stuff and be able to convey it in a compelling way, no matter what the situation is. And that's something I've worked hard to try and model and get better at. And it's something I still wish for in terms of that's the edge that I'd like to improve even more. Yeah. Public speaking and being able to speak in a manner and a format that really is either compelling or persuasive has become an even, it's always been powerful, but it's even more powerful now, right? With all the different forms of communications, whether it be the video format or podcasting like we're doing now or whatever, being able to, you know, to, to speak in such a way that it's really compelling. It really is. And I know it's one of the scariest things, public speaking and in general, you know, they say it's, you know, the, Number one fear. Number one fear, even even more than death. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, well, listen, so public speaking is a good one. Awesome. All right, well, listen, do us a favor, Jesse, unpack this whole concept of how a business owner, entrepreneur can write a book and leverage that book to add 100,000 or more to their bottom line. If you could give us a little bit of a framework, and obviously it might help to start out with why a book, why is a book important and why should you write a book? 100%. So I always say, if you're thinking about writing a book, then you're probably meant to do it. And it's just a choice of if you answer that call and how you do so. If you're not thinking of writing a book, I'll be honest and say, it's not my place to try and convince you to write a book. But what I will say is this, if you're a business owner, or if you have five plus years of experience in your industry and field, then you've achieved a certain level of expertise just through, you know, whatever you've learned, you could help somebody else shorten the learning curve by a matter of years, just by sharing what you've done to get your business to the point where it is. And so that started the beginning of the foundation of a good book. It could be for yourself five, 10 years ago. It could be the book you wish you read. It could be the book that would help somebody else achieve what you've accomplished in a much shorter time with fewer tribulations in the process. So thinking of it from that 
perspective, you only need to be a few steps down the road to help somebody that's on the same path, but a few years behind you. You don't need to be the world's foremost leading expert on a topic to write a quality authoritative book. And so like why a book? I think it's a chance, it's an opportunity to share your best knowledge, some of your best stories, and to create a personal connection with readers where they know that they want to work with you, that they're literally raising their hand and saying, this is the kind of person that I want to support me in what's going on in my life and in my business. And I see that as the proper role for a book. You can reach people you've never met in places you've never been and make a significant impact, help them achieve a result, get a win, overcome a problem. And now they know you, they start to like you, they're starting to trust you because they've gotten something from your advice. And how do you make $100,000 or more to the bottom line with that book? It's really about positioning your core offer or core offers of your business strategically within the book. So the book itself isn't just a glorified sales letter that at the end of it, somebody says, oh, I have to sign up for your coaching. I have to buy your training program. I have to go to your live event. Quite the opposite. The book itself should be value rich and deliver everything that's promised, you know, in the cover and the description. And when you do that, then those offer pages or the way you present your business in the book is an invited gift. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that there's a way that I could get direct support. I'm so glad that there's a way I could meet other like-minded people and join a community that can support me in achieving my goals and so on and so forth. So, you know, jump in here at any point if you want, Dennis, but what I would do is look at it like, how can you embed one free resource into your book? So whether that's a Facebook community or a podcast or giving somebody a resource guide or a PDF of a checklist or a blueprint, something that's free that gives them a small win but most importantly, brings them from the book into your audience, into your email, into your sphere of influence, where you now have a two-way relationship. But then also in the book, you want to have anywhere from one to three offer pages. So dedicate a whole page to talking about one of your main business offerings. If it's coaching, then have you know maybe a picture of you working with clients and a couple bullet points of the things you'll help them achieve, and then one or two sentences and a URL to learn more or apply to work with you. If it's a training course, you could do a book-specific discount and have a description of your training course and then say, special reader bonus, use this code to get 20% off. And that's another way to incentivize people from your book to one of your business offerings and even give them a discount to reflect the fact that they've already made a purchase from one of your products, which is your book, of course. And there, you know, it's really how do you extend that customer journey that started wherever they were in their life, led them to your book, and now that they want to know more, where do they go? So if you can visualize what that next problem is, what that next question is that a reader is going to want solved after they've read your book, then you can position yourself to have customers for you know years, years-long relationships with multiple transactions and ideally a really great foundation for that relationship because of what you shared in your book attracted them. And now it's a different context than trying to like make a cold sale or doing transactional type marketing. Yeah, I love that. So the whole framework and the whole basic concept here is while you're writing the book, right? While you're providing all this enormous amount of value for let's say 20 bucks, right? Hypothetically 20 buck book, really cheap to try to pick the brain of an expert who might be light years ahead of where you are. Great investment. 
you bake and embed some core offers into there. And the objective is, is to, and the hardest part, right? The objective is to convert them from the page to either your email list or your social following or somewhere into your community, right? Like you said, a Facebook page, maybe, or it's a podcast that they subscribe to, or maybe it's a free resource that they download. I love the idea of email lists. I'm a big email guy. You know, I've been collecting and building my email lists for well over a decade. So, you know, it's become a critical part of my business. And so I'm a big believer in that. So why don't you take a second and can you share with us maybe an example or a story of maybe a client or an author, someone you know, that's done that really, really well, where they were able to, and this is maybe how they did it. You know, whether you use the author's name or their topic is completely up to you, but give us an example of how somebody did that and kind of how it worked for them. Yeah. If you don't mind, I'll give a quick example of my own experience and then highlight from a couple of people I've worked with since. That's great. You know, with Lifestyle Entrepreneur, I consciously, I wrote this book to transition from being an operator and being sort of behind the scenes to like actually talking about the subject of entrepreneurship and lifestyle design. And so it was a bridge in my own career from operator to more of semi-public figure. That can be very much the case for you too. And I knew that I wanted to have a way to support people to start their own online businesses and basically put the ideas of the book into practice. So within the book, there's an, the book itself describes exactly what to do. But then there's also a page that features an audio training course that was, I believe, a $297 price point. And then there's another page that features business in a weekend, which true to form, I taught virtually over the course of a weekend with like seven different 90-minute webinars. And we literally started building people's businesses in that weekend. That was like a $500 investment. And then the funny thing was, I put my personal email in the intro and the conclusion and said, if you learn something or just want to reach out and say, hi, drop me a line not even thinking about this from a strategic perspective, but people would write and say, I read the book. I love it. I saw your like programs, but can I just hire you to work with me one-on-one? And as I started to say yes, those became $10,000 engagements. So for three months, we do a weekly call and just literally move through the process. I was actually almost teaching the book and putting it into practice with them one-on-one at a $10,000 price point. So you talk about value ladders, if you talk about offer positioning, you had a $20 book, a $300 course, a $500 experiential training, and then a $3,000 a month or $10,000 offer to do one-on-one. And I'd only take on a handful of people at a time. So the book came out. Sure. I sold thousands of copies of the book and I made thousands of dollars a year later in royalties, but I made well over $100,000 in that first six to nine month period from when the book came out as people signed up for the trainings and bought the course and reached out and started working one-to-one. And so I actually had like an integrated suite of ways to support people with the same core idea in the book. And that's what I help other people with. So a recent example would be Start From Zero by Dane Maxwell. It's a book on how to start with zero ideas, zero cash, zero experience, and zero confidence. And what do you know, that's a popular topic right now with everybody's professional lives getting upended in some shape or form. And so he's out there, he's got a podcast, Start From Zero, where he live coaches people through coming up with an idea and knowing exactly what to do when they're done. And that's the podcast episode. And then he's got a training course and a few other offerings that combined make it more than just the book, right? I think if you take away one thing from all of this, it's that the book isn't something in isolation. It's not something that's over here. 
can be a central part of your customer journey and your customer acquisition strategy. So like with Dane Maxwell, that's another somebody else you may be familiar with. Ryan Mickler and his book, Sovereignty, The Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Men, he admins a Facebook group called The Order of Man that has over 65,000 people and it's active. Got a podcast, The Order of Man, that has millions of downloads. And so that mix of engaging with his audience and distilling some of those key ideas into the book has resulted in, I think, tens of thousands of books sold at this point over just a few years. So when you do this right, not only do you sell a lot of books, but now those people are hearing and reading some very vulnerable stories as well as some very like practical advice. And then they can engage directly with him as the author and sign up for some of his paid offerings. And if you're starting to get the sense of the common thread here, it's that the book is one part of a suite of business offerings. And this approach and this strategy can yield $100,000 or more to your bottom line within the first year of launching your book, even if you mess up a few of the steps. In the yeah, book. I love that. So it's funny that you mentioned Dane Maxwell because Dane was on my Growth Experts podcast. He was episode 199. If you guys want to check that out, it's building a lucrative business with no ideas, no experience, and no money. It was a very popular episode. I had a great time with Dane and, and I would obviously recommend you get the book. But no, I think the whole concept here is the book is a, is a positioning piece. It's a credibility piece. It's an introductory piece where you know people can choose to take that next step without a lot of pressure, right? And they can, it's the entry point to your ecosystem, right? And then that ecosystem, like any ecosystem, evolves and you can leverage the concept of having like a value ladder where somebody is, you know, they start as a free subscriber to your email list or a free subscriber to your podcast. And then the next thing you know, they buy, you know, a book or they buy a, an introductory course for $47. And then all of a sudden they escalate into a, a $1,000 course, which is a little bit more comprehensive. And then it gets into group coaching and personal coaching. And then you can get even more with masterminds and with conferences and events. And you can see the value ladder. Because, and what you'll find and is very effective is, and I think you can chime in on this, is the fact that once the hardest sale of any sale is the first one, right? Getting them to open their checkbook or their hearts and minds, you know, or their wallets, the first time is the hardest one, right? Once you break traction with that, as long as you deliver on your promise, it gets way, way easier. And so, I mean, from a, this is the foundation of your business and your success with your book. And then obviously what you do with, you know, with all your authors, I'm sure that a lot of them are using this as not only something because they want to get this book out of their brain, but as a way to leverage and build their business, right? So anything you want to add in on that? A couple quick points is it's also one of the best ways to get on media. I'm so glad that Dane was a great guest. And what do you know, the book's also a great, reason to go and do like a media tour, to go be on a number of podcasts, to be in publications, to be on TV. So the book gives you your talking points for media and opens the doors. That's another important part of just throwing gas on the fire. Once the things we talked about are in place, the numbers game is how many people do you reach with your message and how many of those people does it land with? And that's where media comes in. I think that's the only real thing I'd add. Of course, we could go way deep down the rabbit hole on a number of these topics, but just strategically, if you come away with this, understanding how a book can position you, and really, I find that the root word of authority is author. And so when you author a book, you are indeed becoming the authority on your topic. And I think that's the name of the game. Love it. All right, listen, I'm going to ask you one more question, and then we're going to do a couple rapid fire 
if you could give one piece of advice to somebody who is debating on writing a book, they've been thinking about it for, let's say, six months or a year, maybe even two years, and they've said, hey, you know what, I really like this idea. I think this idea would resonate, but they just can't get through that first chapter. They can't dig into the writing component of it. What would that piece of advice be? The best time to write a book was five years ago or when you first thought about it. The second best time is today. And you don't have to get caught up in the process. Get down your best ideas. Dive right in to the best content and then back out to the beginning and the end. I wrote the introduction as the very last piece to my book. So don't worry about how you start it. Worry about delivering the key thing that you want to get across, why you've been thinking about this book. And if you need that extra boost, carve out one to two hours a day, three to four times a week, put it in your calendar, treat it as sacred time like you would something else that's important, and give yourself the gift of allocating some time to actually put that pen to paper, so to speak. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a really valuable piece of advice, which is start with the core message and the core value you want to deliver that you think where you can deliver the most value and then back your way into the intro and the outro, right? I love that because I think what happens is people start thinking about, you know, that it's that old adage, right? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? But everybody thinks about that book as one big, you know, one big bite and you can't write a book in one big bite. It doesn't work that way. So I love that. All right, listen, two rapid fire questions and we're going to wrap it up for today. What's your favorite growth tool or software, maybe a SaaS product or an app or something you use to help grow your business? If you had to pick one. I'm a big fan of ConvertKit these days for email and just to set up email sequences and funnels. We talked about that a little on this show, but it's a simple tool and it's pretty easy to use and I use it to pretty great effect. Echo what you said, Dennis, that email is so important. Yeah. Because that's something you own as a business asset instead of social media or other platforms that could change and decrease your visibility overnight. Yeah. I recommend ConvertKit too. I've been using it for several years. I definitely love it. I've been on a variety of different platforms over the years, but definitely ConvertKit is one of those that's pretty easy to use and has a lot of power behind it. So awesome. All right. And besides your book, what would be one book that you would recommend to the audience? Maybe something that helped you on your journey or might help them on theirs? Honestly, if you haven't read Atlas Shrugged, Ayn Rand, it's a big book, but it gives a true philosophical underpinning for capitalism and entrepreneurship. And it does so definitively. And that's not something you find many places. And so it's also a, a page turner and a great read. So I'd highly recommend it. Love it. Perfect. Well, listen, let everybody know, Jesse, how they can connect with you, learn more about Lifestyle Entrepreneur Press, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Love it. Thanks again so much for having me on, Dennis. And I hope this was valuable for everybody listening. I run Publishizer.com. It's a crowdfunding platform for authors. You could be supported to do a campaign and get your book idea out there. We've got a whole team to support and it's free. If you're interested in our approach to publishing, get in touch, lifestyleentrepreneurspress.com or just search for Jesse Krieger. I'm pretty easily defined. Love it. Perfect. Well, listen, I'll make sure I put all those links in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Really, really appreciate you being here. And I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Thanks so much. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.